Another great episode of Mystery of Parenthood coming up. If you like what you hear, go to redsearadio.org, click on the donate button, and become a monthly sustaining member. Please support us. Thank you, and God bless. Searching for clues to discover God's mysterious plan for your family? Then don't change that dial. Join us now in our discussion of the mystery of parenthood. Here are your hosts, Trey and Stephanie Cashin. Good afternoon. This is Trey Cashin, and that would be Stephanie Cashin, who's about to jump on board here. Beautiful day in October, and uh, you are listening to Mystery of Parenthood, and we'll start with our prayer. Thanks. Good afternoon. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord God, from you, every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, the fountain of divine charity, grant that every family on earth may become for each successive generation a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. Grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. And grant that love, strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, Grant that the church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in and through our families. We ask this of you, who is life, truth, and love, with the Son and the Holy Spirit, Holy Family of Nazareth. Pray for us. St. John Paul II. Pray Pray for for us. us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, so we have a few little housekeeping issues. uh, number one, you know that uh, this is a live show, and you can call in with anything uh, parenting, anything Catholic, anything, anything really. We'll try to we'll entertain anything. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You may not get yeah, you may not get your answer right away, or it may not be the answer you want. But <laughs> uh, and you can do that by calling eighty five Love Red C eight five five six eight three seven three three two, or I think you can still. Uh, text in at 255-2633. Also, great breaking news. We are going from Wednesday at 1 o'clock slot to Tuesday at 11 a.m. So uh, starting next week, uh, we will no longer be here at Wednesday, 1 o'clock. We'll be uh, a day before. Catch you earlier in the week, earlier in the day, uh, Tuesday at 11 o'clock. Well, so. I just I had a question for Thaddeus because I didn't shoot, ask. Shoot, Because we're going to hand it over to him to do that. But but will we still do the 8 o'clock on Saturday rerun? Yes, sir. Okay, just checking. Yep. You know. Still encoring on Saturdays, Trey. You're still going to be in there on the weekend, baby. <laughs> Why well, does yes, there sir. are some people who have hey, nothing better to do we, on a Saturday? Yes, we, get, we get text all the time saying, I'm having coffee with the Cashins. <laughs> so it's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and so now. That sounds like another weekend show, actually. That's right. Coffee, coffee with the Cashins. <laughs> oh, man. And so we now go to our commercial break with Thaddeus. See, for see the all big kinds. Red this sea. is the kind of fun. Fun times that y'all support by donating and being benefactors of Red Sea Catholic Radio and our big our our big moment of the year, our big night of the year is coming up next week, Thursday, October nineteenth, six thirty to nine. That's our benefit dinner, sixth annual in, wow. in, Unbelievable. in the Brazos Valley. 
Still here. We're still here because of y'all out there listening over the airwaves, on the internet, uh, streaming. We couldn't do it without you, and we're counting on y'all being there, and that's why we're reminding you, don't delay. Please go on the website, redcradio.org slash benefit, and purchase your tickets or reserve your table. There's still space, and we definitely need your support. We're counting on your support. We couldn't do it without you. The Cashins wouldn't have a space to bring you their insight, their wisdom on parenting, on the family, uh, the the good times that you are just a part of if it weren't for your support. So we, we beg you to be a part of the Benefit Dinner on Thursday, October 19th, 6.30 to 9, St. Thomas Aquinas, and hear Deacon Harold Burke Sivers come in and talk about the role of Our Lady in bringing peace, bringing unity to the family, especially through the rosary. And we were just slogging our way through the family rosary last night, you guys. <laughs> it was a, it was one of those rough ones where, you know, hey, you every single up, one huh? of us is <laughs> nodding off at some point during mm. the prayers. And, you know, one kid is tossing and turning on the couch and somebody else is getting up and walking around. And But we did it. Right. Yeah, that, that's we, what we used to do. And it was the sorrowful ours. mysteries last night too. So it was it was apropos. <laughs> it was very apropos. That's, that's when we when when our kids were your age. That's when we used to get them all snuggled in their beds, and then Trey oh. and I would sit in the hallway, like in kind of a central place, mm-hmm. and do the rosary. And we could we could, we actually have our houses set up that we could actually do that. Yeah, so, it was kind of cool you know, when we, you did that. That was yeah. a that was a way that. Um, which, of course, is a great segue into what we're talking about yeah. today is teaching your children to Well, you know, it's funny. It, I mean, funny. I was woke up and was like, you know, so many things that we could talk about today. And it and it literally the what popped into my head was teaching a kid to pray. Then I then I opened up the Bible and the reading today is is are the disciples asking Jesus Hey, teach, teach us to pray. Jesus how to pray. So I took that as kind of a Pretty providential. Oh, I think I think uh, maybe that's what we should talk about today. But um, so we are talking about how do you how do we go about um, uh, teaching our children to pray? And um, I think it's really critical, and it is something that we have to um, to work at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still working at it. Well, I mean, goodness gracious! <laughs> I mean, who isn't? I mean, that's 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 just. And you know, you gotta you gotta vary it a little bit. You gotta you gotta, of course, teach them the prayers, um, and and then you gotta model it. Um, and then I think you also gotta. I mean, there's just a number of things that I think we do. So I was I was going off on. Um, I found an, an article uh, on twenty. It was twenty ways to. Teach your children to Teach pray. Your children mm-hmm. to pray. It's, through, it's actually uh, is Catholic. It's through yeah, it's the Catholic, Catholic Digest. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll go through all twenty. Maybe we will. I was figuring you probably didn't find this one in Parents Magazine. <laughs> no, right. It was in Parents Magazine, no. and you know, there's a bunch. I'd, I'd found actually there was a good article by Joseph White that was the first thing that I found. Joseph mm. White been on the on the show several times. Good friend. Um, actually, I was fortunate enough to work with him on the marriage prep uh, together in God's love that we. Uh, put out, I don't know, five or six through five or six years ago through our Sunday visitor, and so just love, show. love a friend show. of the show and a uh, friend of the family and um, somebody that I was turned to. But 
He's he probably would, been there for coffee with Cashins. You know, he's probably <laughs> actually done that. <laughs> he's at least had barbecue with the Cashins. That's yeah. for sure. Ooh, I like yeah. that show idea. So, uh, yeah, that was that. That's a good one. We might have to do that one time, but uh, <laughs> just over the sizzle. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I think that um, I think that maybe if we go through this, we'll we'll have some some good ideas, and we'll pitch in things that have worked for us and things we've struggled through and. And um, and that. So, I don't know if you want to go. Any other thoughts on that? We can just kick off. No, kick off. Go right All into. Right, I think so. you have already talked about. You know, t- teaching our kids the rote prayers. It's kind of where it's. Well, a that's great, right. Yeah, it says yes, introduce yeah, the common prayers. Of yeah, course, you know, we are Father and Elmer. And and again, there there's there tends to be particularly in in non Catholic circles and even in Catholic circles, um, a sense that like that's not really praying. <laughs> I mean that that somehow that's you just do that because that's like remedial uh, reading, and that's not the case. Um, the church is very clear that spontaneous prayer, prayer that just flows from, is is indeed real prayer. But prayer and what we believe need to go hand in hand. Prayer and what we believe um, should go hand in hand. The danger of praying spontaneously is um, is that you could actually, it's possible to pray in, in a way that would be counter uh, to what we actually believe. I won't get into to that. I think the, the most important point to recall here is Jesus taught us to pray. I mean, he, that was the reading today that kind of convinced me again that, we were, that this was what we we're supposed to talk about. He, he taught the prayer. Um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That would be the format. I mean, if Jesus, if he said, teach me to pray, and then he gives us that, it seems to me like there's the there is the essence of what all prayer should be. I mean, think about it. He's God, he's man, and he hands over this prayer. And I think to learn that is important, but actually to look at it, it teaches us if we're going to pray spontaneously, what that should look like in format. Well, and I think what I think what gives our um common prayer or rote prayer or memorized prayers, whatever, however you want to say that. I think what gives them a bad rap is that the way we do memorize them, they roll off without us thinking about them. Right. You know, it's just kind of like when you, you know, I, when you hear people say, come oh, on, it's like the same thing every week, you know, but it's like, yeah, but do you, are you engaging it? Are In the you, prayers. yes. Are you listening to the words? Are you, are you picking a word? Are you, you know, um, are, are follow along in the book. I mean, I know that for me, even at 54 years old, I do better when I can have the prayers in front of me and I see the words, right. you know, so I can see the words. So know what works for you and, and don't, don't let it be rote. Let it be rich, you know? Ooh, that's right. kind of cool. Yeah, don't. <laughs> well, I, I mean, there, there are stories of like <laughs> Teresa of Avila, St. Teresa of Avila, that couldn't actually even finish praying the Our Father because it would so engage her heart, mm-hmm. you know, that she mm-hmm. would start with that and then could not get past hallowed be thy name. Um, so it, it, there is a richness there. We can't let 
it's not it's not a whole lot different than I mean actually it points to something that is true about being human is when we there's nothing wrong with the day to day in fact most of the day as we live it is the same stuff over and over with with rare exception the problem is is we have to engage ourselves we if we get into just doing it without thinking without offering without engaging our intellect and our will, our, our mind and our body, our soul, if we're not doing that, then we're not being fully human. We are just being rote and we're not meant to. But just because the words are every day, just like just because, you know, getting up in the morning, getting kids lunch ready, you know, taking them to practice, what all those things are the same thing over and over doesn't mean that they're any less valuable than something else that we do. But they can be if we can just if we just take them as oh, we just we're just doing it to do it. No, we're not just doing it to do it, and we're not just doing prayers to pray them. We are speaking to God in the way that God Himself taught us to speak to Him, and that's really important. So nothing wrong. I mean, we as soon as they learn how to speak, you can. I think that's one of my favorite, the favorite things on, on Red Sea Radio, honestly, oh, are the, are the kid, little kids prayers. prayer, the little kids prayers. Oh, I love how they change it. I I, mean, like my, uh, my favorite, my favorite kid change up in our house was when, because remember too, the sign of the cross is a prayer. <laughs> right. It's a simple, very powerful prayer. It reminds us of our baptism, reminds us, you know, that we are, we are God's children. Um, and that Jesus died so that we could become that. On that's the cross. right. That's right. So. And so my, my. My my favorite uh, prayer cashinism was, uh, I think it was Sweet Grayson, and I can't remember how old he was. He was probably 18 months, two years old. He was very young. He used to do the sign of the cross, and he'd say, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> you ought to fear it, buddy. <laughs> the fear of God, yeah. But I mean, I, I, anyway, I, there is nothing more beautiful than it. And the, and the reality is, is that, that it there there is something valuable about I think as an adult hearing a child pray, <laughs> just to remind us that we are children too, and that even when we can say the words correctly, there is in some sense I think probably you get a glimpse of maybe how God looks at us when we pray with love, but maybe oftentimes going, I don't think you know what you're actually saying, <laughs> you know? And I, th- and I think there's beauty in that. So I would say early on, you can introduce common prayers. I mean, as early as they can speak. Right. Yes. And, 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 and even, and actually you can pray with them. We used to say the prayers, you know, and hold their hands and show them so that they could get in prayer hands from as early as they could sit up and, and, do it and even initially just put their hands together and mm-hmm. show that that even before they could speak mm-hmm. um, before before that I think it's just something that we that we ought to do so teach them the Our Father the Hail Mary the Glory Be certainly the sign of the cross um, and you'll make some catechist you know about second grade really happy <laughs> <laughs> so amen. Uh, um, <laughs> Anyway, so number one, introduce the common prayers. Two, teach gratitude. Um, this is something we've done off and on and probably not enough of because um, I tell you, just taking time um, 
to think, especially after your busy day, because I mean, it does say kind of a, around the dinner table in, in this article, but I think that is a great place to, to do it. Um, of course, it, it's not confined to, to that. I mean, certainly during um, night prayers or, um, but a, around the dinner table, it, it's a great, uh, it's a great way to spawn conversation and, and kind of get a glimpse into someone's day. But it's also, it's also a focus. It's also how to help to teach kids, um, you know, because we live in a very um, um, gratify, you know, quick gratify. Everything's quick gratification. I mean, you know, you you, you want to know something, you want to you want to see a season, you want to see a show that that you missed, and you know, you, I mean, there's no. You know, I mean, everything is is just easy access. I mean, you can record it, you can replay it, you can find it on Hulu or Netflix or, you know, I mean, it, you know, you think about the fact that, I mean, we were talking about this, I don't even remember a while back, but like we couldn't watch, we didn't watch movies over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, they showed in the movie theater and if you missed it, you missed it. Right. I mean, and then you waited for the- and We the, remember the, back before VHS. Uh, or, exactly. Or what some people- Probably don't even know what a beta is, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, so you know, you had to wait till it came out, you know, again, or showed at the dollar theater or whatever. There's probably no more dollar theaters, are there? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, I mean, you know, so it's just you know that immediate gratification. We we live in such a world that it's easy to get disgruntled when you know you don't you don't get things quickly, and and we need to 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 reclaim that and to focus on the little things that we should be grateful for. If you don't have a kid at the end of the day that can say that they're grateful for something, we got some work to do. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think there's a there's a part of of just making yourself think through what you're grateful for to kind of recenter, refocus because I think you can get it I think it's so easy to catch the negative. It's so easy cuz it kind of just it you know, the negative tends to like slap you upside the head. You, you notice it, you feel it. And there is something about kind of bringing us back to, there's so much to be grateful for um, every day. Um, and there is. Um, so, so I think teaching that sit around the table and just one thing you're thankful for today um, you may have to model it as a parent at first. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, grateful for this or that, um, and let them do it and let them feel comfortable. And, and really, again, it's not a, you know, a correcting time, <laughs> you no, know, it's no. a, que it's yeah, a, que it's a question time, whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, that's, that's a great one. Um, sometimes you need to point out those little things. Sometimes we think that we have to be grateful for, you know, the partings of the Red Seas. I mean, you know, we need to find those simple things. Um, because again, just like we talked about with the common prayers, it's the everyday, you know, well, I mean, that the, we need to find. That's where we need to be looking for God. We, you know, we well, don't only want to find him in the big things. We we, we forget. I mean, it's kind of part of the part of a Catholic Christian way of looking is when you wake up, the first thing you want to say is thank you. Thank you, Lord, <laughs> for getting me through. the. I mean, for allowing me to wake up to experience another day. I mean, you can get to where you don't realize that just to be alive at this moment, to be able to experience whatever it is you're experiencing is a grace. Um, I, I find it interesting, the two things, gratitude is the same kind of word that grace is, you know, the, because it's a, a gift has been received. So your, gra your gratitude is an expression of a realization of a gift that's been given. 
I think Thanksgiving is another word that's used, and that actually, that word is Eucharist, you know, Eucharista in, I think, Greek, and it was the word that was used for Thanksgiving, um, and that's the center of our spiritual life. So I just that's just too, um, hopefully not trivial, but, but yeah. <laughs> certainly yeah. sidebars. But uh, so, so teach gratitude. Um, the we third kept a journal, sorry, that was another thing we did was did a gratitude journal. Yes. It's really fun to look back, um, you know, and in conjunction with that, not only with the gratitude journal is a prayer journal, because it's also really awesome to, you know, since we're talking about prayer, um, to write sometimes prayer requests down and date them and then look back at them every once in a while You'd and see how God has answered them. And sometimes you forget that you prayed for it. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. you know, um, when you go back and look, oh yeah, I did pray for that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, sorry. Yeah. Uh, number three, I, this is really important and I think it's hard to do and it's oftentimes just, just having to get them to understand that, but it's to teach your child to listen Joseph White, in the article I found, he said, remember that prayer is not just talking, <laughs> it's also listening. Um, so teaching them to be still and to recognize God's answers to her prayers. So how do you do that? I mean, you, you, as a parent, I mean, even as an adult, we need to, we need to if you, we write down things, then we can recognize it. We need to be looking for, as they've prayed for something, that we can point out, hey, see, God answered that prayer. Um, so so pay attention. Or see how them. he didn't answer it. Or see, <laughs> sometimes right. it's a protection. You know, sometimes he didn't give you something you want or, or, or you know, um, because it was, a, it was a protection, you know. So and, to point, and you can point that out point to them, that too. Out that, you know, God does know best. And sometimes we pray for things and sometimes the answer is yes and sometimes... The answer is no, and sometimes the answer is not now, you know? Right. The not now, I think it's really important for them to remember to be told that, that that, that just because it doesn't come when we want it doesn't mean that necessarily the answer is no. And you can even point that out to them in just how you handle with them as you mirror God's use. You know, like we, we our daughter wanted to see the passion, and we would say, you will see it. <laughs> But you're, we don't Just believe it's, it's not now. Mm-hmm. Not now is a good time. So um, anyway, so she's seen it by now. But anyway, uh, number four. Well, and, and just to, and, and in, I think in, in the listening and, and the quiet, teaching your child to be quiet. And I think we've talked about this before. Um, uh, you know, when the kids were little, we got those... Um, those votive candles that you can buy for like a dollar at H-E-B. They're like the real oh, yeah, tall and they have idea. really pretty pictures of like Jesus and Mary and, um, you know, Our Lady of Guadalupe and the Immaculate Heart. I mean, there's just all kind of different um, ones. So everybody got to pick their, their own candle. And so, um, I mean, you know, again, what kid doesn't love fire? And so when they, in the mornings, um, because that was usually the best time when we were homeschooling, um, when it was their quiet time or their time to pray, they got to light that candle and go sit somewhere. It was relatively safe because it's contained in that big tall glass. And uh, and so people knew that 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 was your prayer time and, and it was sacred and you were not to interrupt. And and it was a quiet, um, you know, a quiet time. Uh, and I realized, too, at that time, um, because I was trying to get up before the kids, which didn't often happen because, you know, the kids getting up early. Yeah. I realized that, well, wait a minute, why am I trying to do this before? Well, I knew why I was trying to do it before because it was better qu- quality. 
But on the days that I didn't get to get up before them, if I had to do it with them, then there's that modeling that you're doing for them. So mommy had a candle too, you know, and, um, and, and granted, you know, on those days, especially when they're little, that may mean you only get to pray for five or 10 minutes, because if you've got a little one that's hungry and wants to eat, you know, um, uh, you know, so, so be realistic and be easy on yourself, but know that you're being a good example to your kids that, that you're starting the day, um, that way. And so, um, just teaching them to, to listen and, and, and to be quiet and to, um, I mean, even of the littlest ones, they don't have to know how to read pick the picture Bible Bibles and stories that are, are beautiful. You know, they can, right, you'd have, you'd have the, we'd have the, like the stations of the cross, the beautiful yeah. artwork that you would laminate. Mm-hmm. You just have, you could hand them one of those and say, just, just look at this picture of Jesus on the cross or whatever. And mm-hmm. for five minutes, you know, and set a timer. Timers mm-hmm. are really good here. I, I, I really think it's important that we recognize that like lighting a candle or doing something where there's a smell, there's something different that sets the, sets it apart, makes it sacred, um, is an important thing that is echoed throughout the church too. Um, so to do that there, have a place, have, have a corner, have a candle, mm-hmm. you know, even, even potentially have Music, if that's and we've never done that, but I mean, even even maybe just some, you know, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. no yeah. words, music, I mean, you're, but, yeah, yeah, you're, but something to set it aside. I think um, here, uh, it, the, the the fourth one they use is it says change the station. To to uh, Red Sea Radio, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well done. That was a that's right. <laughs> shameless uh, <laughs> plug. <laughs> but uh, but I think I think that um, we still do that. <laughs> I, I think cha- the the changing the station, which they're talking about, is so while you have time set apart where where maybe you get up and this is their prayer chair and this is their prayer camp. The, the change the station means don't leave it there. Mm-hmm. Take it with you to other places. So whether it's a drive to school or at the grocery store or wherever, um, you can use that time there. I mean, I mean, I I think I'd have a hard time putting Gregorian chant on my car and let my kids and have them last more than t- two minutes. <laughs> but, but that's just us, all right. But but I think that you know maybe having some music or something behind and, and, and using those opportunities to allow, um, this is another change the station also is listen to something different than they might listen, which I think I, we do do that. Yeah. Like there, they may have, you know, candy 95 or whatever the, the, the high school kids are listening to. And I might say, Hey, can we turn it to this station and get, and, and put it on one of the Christian stations? Um, and then, you know, hopefully a song will come up and we can talk about what that song is about. Mm-hmm. But just looking for, again, looking for the opportunities separate from the place and, and allow them to learn that there are other places that we pray. In fact, that we should be praying yeah. all the time, unceasingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and to take that, you know, to, to make that an integrative part of their life. You know, that, that, you know, I used to laughingly tell people, when the kids were all little, they were like, oh, my gosh, how do you do any of this? And I said, because I get up and never say amen, you know, and that, right. I mean, but we all should never say amen until we lay our heads to rest on the pillows at night, right. you know, so. I think this other one, I think he makes a good, a good point. 
um, is uh, read the Bible together. And I think they they they, they make a point because because I think it is important to remember that the um, that the Bible is the inspired word of God, and you can read it in um, you can read it straight out of the out of the Bible, or you can have children's Bibles. And what they point out here is while it's okay to give them the Bible and have them you know have the Bible that they can actually read the words and maybe can learn the stories in general that we as a family should also read directly from the inspired word of God, the actual Bible itself for a couple of reasons to model it, but also to remember that God, it's like anything else, you know, when you actually allow God's words to speak that, that the Holy spirit is there, that something can happen at that. But it is really important. I'm not sure if they get to this, so I'm going to kind of jump a little bit ahead. I think it's good, and we haven't done it as well, but it's important, you know, the Lexio Divina, where we, where you pick a little bit of, of a story or a reading, and you read it, and then you, you read it once through, and then, and then you ask them, is there a word, you know, listen for a word that sticks out. Imagine yourself, you know, in this gospel scene, right? Um so get them engaged in the um, what, what they're reading. And I think, you know, imagination. Imagine yourself, you know, I want to think about like, I think it's Bartimaeus, the one that, that goes and climbs up on the, on the deal because Jesus is coming and he recognizes and he goes up and he wants to see him. So he climbs up to where, you know, imagine yourself as that person or as somebody with that, but put yourself in the scene. I think it's good to engage the imagination in that way. Um, But they also need to learn the Bible stories because that's when, you know, God is teaching uh, about how he, answers prayers. He is teaching <laughs> about, you know, sometimes things don't work out exactly like you think you they're going to work out, but they do work out. And those stories are the ones that yeah. that point us to that. Yeah. David and Goliath for a young boy is a home run. <laughs> they they love that story. Yeah. Um but, you know, Moses Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, when they're young, um, and and you and you start those stories with with the you know the children's Bible where they can kind of get the gist of the story. Then when you when you move them towards or you read together as a family those stories directly from the Bible with that you know adult biblical language, they know the story. It doesn't matter that they may not understand how it's worded, but they 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 know the you know they know the story. So I think it's important you know to 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 feed them early and, and, um, you know, at age level. But I know, you know, like in our house, you, you got a Bible at, you know, we call them, the kids called the real Bible, um, when they made their first communion in second grade. And they know? all still to this day, I mean, that was yeah. what they were, what, how old are you, 10 when that happens? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're still 16, 17 yeah. there. They've got theirs. We got it engraved, you know, with their, on the, on the outside. Um, their name on it. Yeah. And so it was yeah. a big deal for them. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, you recognize or they recognize, you know, because of your Bible <laughs> and, yeah. and of your reading that that's a big deal to receive, to receive that Bible, encourage them to use that Bible. So, 
Um, so anyway, read the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think we can lump in because um, I think they it, down further it, it it talks about reading saint stories as well. Um, so you know, Bible and saint stories. I mean, those are those are hand in hand, and there's some great. Like our favorite was Encounter the Saint series. Um, I believe it's by Pauline. Pauline Press. Pauline Press. Press yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Encounter in the Encounter the Saint series. I mean, there's like 50 of them. There's probably even more now. Those are the ones that are like narrative yes. stories. Yes. And, and they're, they're, cl- they're, they're like 100 to 150 pages long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, probably a fifth grader could, could, fifth, sixth Oh, grade. could read them by themselves. Read them but, by but, themselves. But there's also, I think, you know, and maybe this is yes. just my homeschooling days, but. There, no, it's agree. just there's something about reading aloud to kids. I even had my senior in high school the other day ask, "Hey, when Advent comes, are we going to read that Jotham's Journey book together?" I mean, there's yeah. just something that kids love about. I love that time, frankly, I at know. 50 years old. I yeah. mean, it's still kind of fun reading together. You know, to read together. Yeah. There's there's just something about it that that makes it all the more because you can joke. I mean, it's kind of like. I mean, it's better than watching the movie because you know when people start cutting a joke or whatever, or say or say something or comment. Um, we always, you know, are you're able to do that and stop and then start again. So yeah. Um, anyway, I think it's I think to read the Bible and to read saint stories is important. Um, you've already kind of mentioned this. Um, it says to encourage your child to keep a a prayer journal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know. What they they're suggesting that you know a child can write down his favorite prayers, can draw pictures of himself talking to God, um, or can illustrate the gifts that God's given him, or can just write what what's going on in your life. Um, what am I scared about? What am I excited about? What am I happy about? What am I sad about? What have I prayed for? Those are all things that are worth doing, and then worth going back. Um, and looking at, particularly if you've prayed a specific prayer, mm-hmm. but a journal. Um, I've noticed, and it's because of Matthew Kelly, but I've noticed a lot say, recently in, yeah. in Mass here, you know, the Mass journal. You know, the um, I, personally, I'm not a fan of that, but but um, I have nothing against it either. It's just, I, I, I would, it just would be counter to where, to where I am, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's whatever. What we're doing is trying to recognize when we maybe hear something that that is meant for us, Mm -hmm. which could be in a homily, which is why you would have that, or it could be in a prayer that's pray, the Eucharistic prayer, that something you never noticed before, or something in scripture that you, I never heard that before. What does that word mean? Or whatever. Those are all things to write down and then go back and investigate. Mm-hmm. And and lots of times when you go back and look at those, you can see that it was God speaking um, in those moments. So yeah. I mean, it's just a way to engage, you know, a different way to engage. I mean, it's you got to find, again, what, what works for you, you know, what works for your child. And you want to try different you know, different avenues. Um, and, and those, and, and what works in one season doesn't work in the next. I mean, I I just think of my own prayer life. I mean, you know, I started with that good old, you know, uh, read the Bible in one year thing, you know? And so, um, but then I moved to devotionals and then I moved to reading the daily readings. And then I, you know, I mean, so it's, it's just, and lots of times, lots of times you got to recognize it, that, that there, for for different seasons, different times in your life, and prayer as a parent and as a child, things change, right? And different things are used by God to speak to you. So, 
you know, kind of move that. I the um but I but I think that it's I think that it's um I think it's good for for you to to consider giving them something to write with as they as they spend time praying. Um this one, the other one I think is interesting. It's is it says get out of your uh, get out of your comfort zone. I'm not Ooh, who likes to do that. Yeah. Um <laughs> And, you know, I mean, I, with regard to prayer, I mean, I don't know fully. I mean, they're, they're saying, you know, join the choir, which, of course, um, one one saint has been reportedly said, to, you know, he who sings prays twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so singing is, is a way of prayer, you know, becoming a lector at, at mass um, is what they're saying. But praying together as a family, I would challenge you if that if you're uncomfortable doing it, do it. How do you do it? That's another great reason to learn the road prayers. <laughs> you don't, you know, if, if you're not comfortable praying spontaneously, then say, look, we're going to say in our father really slow to, slowly together. And let's, let's really pray it together and, and spend two minutes doing that. If you've never done it before and do it together out loud so I would highly encourage um, that to be something that you that you do. The church has so many different avenues <laughs> and so many different, you, you know, from the very charismatic to the very formal prayers. Um, the church, that's the great thing about the Catholic Church. It's got it all. I mean, you can just kind of pick and choose what it is. I think the, the being out of your comfort zone may be maybe if you're called. Um, or feel compelled to use some other type of prayer that maybe you're not used to. Yeah, and can I come in here and, and just yeah. make a plug for um, night prayer? Yes. Mm-hmm. We've been praying that as a family since our children were probably, our oldest one was probably three, so about six years now. And That's awesome. If y'all who have not done that before, it's it's in the breviary, but you can also get an app on your iPhone or your Android. It's called Laudate, L-A-U-D-A-T-E. It's a free app. And you can get night prayer every day of the week. It and you don't have to do all the flipping in the pages, yes. although that's fun to do and it's fun to learn it that way. And you have a connection to the tradition and the ancientness of the church, ancientness, antiquity of the <laughs> church. Um, but anyway, it really doesn't take that long. It's about ten or fifteen minutes, and there's a beautiful hymn you can sing. You know that changes every day and different seasons, and it puts you in tune with the liturgical calendar and you get exposure to the Psalms. Um, and it's just a really, we found it's a really beautiful way to pray together as a family. It's something that, that we know uh, that's kind of, it's got a rhythm to it in our family. Yeah. We don't do it every night, but we, we try to do it as frequently as we can. And it is something that puts you at peace. And a lot of the prayers are about asking God to, um, preserve you through the night and, and exactly. bring you to an, the next day to serve him. And you, uh, I just, I can't say enough about another, another reason. Prayer. The church is a great mother <laughs> and as such, she and provides that's all wrote us, prayer. I mean, that's all pre- pre-written right, stuff. She prayed. And, and I, I can tell you having done it personally, we have not done it as a family. Um, but I would say it would be having some being somebody who has has prayed those prayers. I always find it striking at how they 
all too frequently end up having something to say to me at that moment <laughs> where <laughs> we Amen, are, brother. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and getting you regrounded in what's real and what's true and what's good and what's beautiful. So I do it. I mean, I have the Catholic mega app, which, which is a free app as well. Um, that has access to pretty much every all of the common prayers, even ones that you might think are uncommon, <laughs> that are common prayers. But certainly, you can go to. I mean, it has it has morning prayer, it has the office readings, it has midday prayer. I mean, you literally just go click on it, and it brings you to that. Now, there's a little bit of you have to realize that you know, there's multiple hymns there. You don't you don't do all the hymns, and there's some you know some getting used to. Um, how that works, and if you haven't done it in the book where you're flipping, it might you might get a little confused even at that. But it is easier than the flipping of the of the pages and knowing where do I go from here to there. Um, but anyway, that might be something you're uncomfortable with. But I think if you try it, and certainly night prayer is something you can do in like 15 minutes. Um, it, it's beautiful. Um, the prayer at the end there, I, and I don't have it memorized, is is one of my favorites that's every night prayer. It's about when you're, I'll have to go find it. But anyway, maybe you can find it um, while we're awake. Then while we sleep, I've, I think you know what I'm talking about. But um, anything else on that? Number, he's going he's gonna to find it maybe, and if he does, he'll jump in here. Um, we'll move on to this one. Have realistic expectations. I think a star needs to yeah, two stars. Big time, to big time star on this one, okay? <laughs> I mean, sometimes as good as it gets with certain ages is to, get, to do a decade of the rosary, all right, um, when they're younger, there are ways that work for us that I think were great. We we would have we would rotate. I would just rotate, um, child to child on Hail Mary, and then we'd get into a rhythm. You know, to Trevor, this Hail Mary, Madison, this Hail Mary, go around stuff, and we would and we would pray. So everybody was always. Mm-hmm. Engaged. Then when they get older, maybe it's one. You know, maybe you do the whole decade mm-hmm. um, by yourself. But 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 be understanding of what is going on, and that's not just when they're younger and they can't do it. It's also incur. It's also true when they get older to recognize it's it's important to pull them together and to realize that. But recognize when they're stressed out about a test or they've got something else going on. You don't want to make it imposed to such extent that they take issue with it, I guess. You yeah. want to get them engaged from there. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So just know, know your children and know, you know. The situation. Yeah. 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 Because we had one that didn't like to lead. And and you know what? That's that's okay. As long as he was engaged and with us. And, and like I said, when they were young, you know, Thaddeus, when they, our kids were y'all's age, we, you know, it was easier for us and more successful, if you will, if everybody got tucked into their bed and got their little rosary, you know, had their rosary and, you know, three or four of them would fall asleep mm-hmm. and that was okay. I mean, you know, we, they'd, they'd next morning say, well, I fell asleep. I said, your angel finishes your prayers for you. And yeah, you know, I've so. heard another Catholic theologian talk about how that's, that's the Virgin Mary, um, kind of rocking you to sleep. <laughs> and I, and I, so that's, that's beautiful. And even yeah. to get, to, to send the, to, to get, um, provide them with that image I think is important too yeah. that, that that's a guardian angel or Mary that that peace that you felt it led, led you off to sleep is 
is a piece that God provides. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll keep rolling here. Um, teach obedience. Um, um, you know, you're praying not just for what you, you know, I want a bicycle for Christmas or, uh, you know, I want whatever, but you're also praying, asking God, what, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And that you listen and that kind of flows off of the listening. Right. And that when you hear something, when you recognize something that you then as quickly as possible, try to go out and, and obey it. Right. So that's right. again. And, and I think another piece that this brought to mind for me was, um, it teaches kids to be still, um, you know, there, there's an obedience in being able to, to sit still. And so there's where that, um, realistic expectation comes in. So you may only be able to pray for two minutes initially, but you know, it's like exercise. You don't go out and run a marathon, you know, or a triathlon, you run a block and then maybe you run, you know, three blocks and then, you know, maybe you walk run. I mean, so, you know, you think about it as a training, um, but there, there are, there are the prayers and, and our, our um, relationship with God, obviously, that's the most important thing that you're teaching them. But look at all the other skill sets that you're giving them, the sit still, the the quiet, the, you know, um, I mean, there's just um, there's just a lot of little things that, you know, you can choose to focus on and, and see when when you're praying with your kids and with your family. Um, and remember, start small and, and then work to big. Um, right. And I and and I'm gonna we're gonna kind of go through some other ones. There was there was there were several that I think are we've kind of already talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, the, we should read together, sing. We're not big singers, uh, but but I do think it, if mm-hmm. you have that, and and, it, and that would be something we'd be uncomfortable with. I think, but we've done it. We had you know, fa- I mean, uh, father. Uh, you know, Anthony Whistler used to come over and we'd always sing the Ave uh, when we'd say <laughs> that and, and, and have everybody singing that. And every once in a while we do that. Mm-hmm. And there's something cool about that. We used to have some St. Mary's kids come with their guitars. With their guitars. Know. That was another thing. Mm-hmm. We would, we'd mm-hmm. get them. Yeah. So read, sing, teach the sign of the cross, which is, again, remember, teach them that that is a prayer. And that is one of the great uh, ejaculatory prayers, the, one of those prayers that, that you can pray at any moment. Um, particularly if if you're, you know, afraid or experiencing some bit of, of of that, obviously pray the rosary. It talks about creating a family prayer, which which um, we haven't, but I think that would be a cool thing, as a, particularly as a younger one, is 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 get them together and and say, okay, how, what would our our prayer be like? Um, the reason I'm not skipping over this just to skip over it because I think there's a few things that I do want to say. Number sixteen on this list, I think, is really important. Uh, before you start, our uh, faithful anonymous texter yeah. uh, just sent me that the prayer you have in mind is "May the all-powerful Lord grant us a restful night and a peaceful death." The end of Compline. Yeah, you, is yeah. That what you had in mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So thanks. But um, the, the the teacher child that nothing is impossible with God. I, I think that is so important that you do that. We've had several experiences when you are feeling like there's something that God wants to have happen. Like we, we, for example, uh, we had prayed that, that, that we needed to move. We prayed for their house. Somebody shows up and, and, and basically offers us (laughs) um, 
a house. I mean, out of nowhere, it says, "Hey, would you be interested in buying?" And then you and you lay out the issues, like you got to sell your own house, you got to do all these different things, and you lay out those issues, and you and you explain how difficult this will be. But if this is something that God wants us to do, and we pray, asking Him for what is His will already, that we get to somehow participate in it, and what seems impossible is possible through the prayers. And we, again, that's part of writing down a prayer. It's, t- it's part of praying specifically. And it's part of in getting, getting your kids involved in what you're praying for, why you're praying it. And that, yeah, this is going to be difficult, but we think this is what God wants. And then watch God do what he does. We've had multiple circumstances that we can go back and talk to, but you have to engage your children in that. And it's really neat to see them remember that and you know and talk about those talk about those times the houses that we've that we've moved to is that yeah um pray to pray together is another one so again that's kind of say read about the saints we've kind of already talked about Mm -hmm. um make prayer a habit so yes there are times that we pray we pray in the morning (laughs) we pray at every meal make it a habit and how do you know it's a habit it's when something happens just because it's that time and I'm, uh, there are so many times that I'm grateful to look up and see one of my kids sitting down to eat and they, they'll, they will make the sign of the cross and you can tell they're making the prayer, yep. you know, or when I say, have you prayed? And they say, yeah, <laughs> I already done that. Uh, so make it a habit. And then, um, and then the one is the last one is make it real. Um, as children get older, parents should continue to teach meditation so don't just read the Bible for understanding, read and reflect on it on with your own lives. Part of making it real is connecting with what, what's going on with where we are today. And we have to see that God is interacting and intervening in our lives. And we have to ask our children to not just read it to say, I know this story, but to use their imagination and to enter into the story as part of their prayer life. And to meditate upon that and listen for words, what word is sticking out. That's how you teach him that. Uh, and I so. love one of our daughters right now has, you know, challenged me. I mean, I think a lot of us, I know I, I certainly do a lot of times open the Bible looking for what, what God, you know, what God has for me. What, what, what can I learn about myself in his word? And right now she's praying, what, what can I learn about you, God? And then pr- in, ends that prayer with, and teach me, please, to be that way, you know. So it's it's just beautiful to see the evolution of their prayer life and how, it, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it, just get them on time. the path. It's not just when they're little. Right. I mean, yeah. show just, them. Just get them, get them on the path, get them a Bible, and, uh, you know, be a good role model. All right, so our memory verse for today is from Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. You know, so just be memorizing your verses, praying those, praying over those, praying with your children. And remember, only God can help you take the mystery out of parenthood. Pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God to amaze you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, Tuesday, 11 o'clock. Pray for us. We're praying for you.
Thank you for listening to this local production of Red Sea Catholic Radio. Tune in next week at the same time to hear Trey and Stephanie Cashin share more on the mystery of parenthood. 